Hello, I'm Manohar and this is the Uncommon Transitions podcast. Each episode, I have a conversation with someone who has made a transition from one line of work to something very different. From IT to the social sector, for instance, or from management consulting to journalism, from advertising to spirituality, perhaps. Together with my guests, I explore this transition to figure out what drove them to this change, how the change has panned out, and what they've learned from it. We speak about the differences between the occupations they've had and how the transition has impacted them personally. Chandrajit Berliappa grew up in a small town in Karnataka. As a child, he wanted to be an actor first and later a director. This in itself isn't unusual. We've all had our share of childhood dreams. But Chandrajit kept his interest alive through school, college and during his years as a software engineer. He read spy novels, wrote scripts, made short films with a friend, and when he got an opportunity to move full-time into the Kannada film industry, he didn't hesitate. In his four years as a writer in this industry, he has worked on films like Kirk Party and Avaneshri Mannarayana, which were among the biggest box office hits in the recent years. He's also directed a short film titled Rainbow Land in the anthology Katha Sangama. Chandrajit and I talked about his transition from software engineer to film writer and director, but along the way I also got to hear about the way some things work in the film industry. And it's not always what you imagine from the outside. Good morning Chandrajit, welcome to the podcast. Hey, good morning. So I think perhaps a good place to begin would be to look at uh, your current occupation. Can you tell me a bit about your current role in the Kannada film industry as a writer and director? So I am employed as a, a full-time screenwriter at uh, this production house called uh, Paramba Studios. So I juggle between various roles, but primarily I, I do a uh, lot of screenwriting stuff. But that's that's what pretty much what I'm doing now. Probably a year from now, uh, I'll be looking at you know directing a couple of features as well. Right. So Paramba Studios, as you said, owned by Rakshat Chetty. So he is one of the famous uh, actor directors in Canada films. And as I understand, so you've been working with him for a few years now, right? Since 2016. Yeah, close to four years now. Yeah. Right. And you've collaborated with him on Kirk Party, Avanesh Raman Narayana, and also this short film that you made uh, in Katha Sangama. That was in collaboration with Rishabh, uh, Rishabh Shetty, sir. So Katha Sangama was from Rishabh Shetty. And the others were from Rakshit Shetty. Correct, correct. And uh, it's, it basically started with uh, a project called Tux of Malgudi, which he was you know, supposed to direct, uh, in which he, he and Sudhi were supposed to act together. So uh, I joined joined as a writer for that project, but eventually that didn't materialize. And then uh, I made a transition into you know, Kirik Party. Right. And in Kirik Party, you were also the assistant director, right? Yeah, correct. I was not there for the entire movie. I joined you know, for the second half. So I was there for the writing and then uh, he asked me to be there on the sets as well. So that's how I ended up being assistant director for that movie. Right. But w- what does the role of an assistant director typically involve? Probably in the pre-production, it's, it's more of a creative role. But w- once uh, it, it matures into a you know, uh, shooting stage or a you know, post-production stage, it's more of making a director's life a lot easier in respect to everything, you know, managing stuff and probably creative inputs as well. Right. And it's probably a good learning experience too. Correct. Yeah. But as a writer, so you said you're a part of this team, which is actually working on this. So 
how does this evolve? So you have this writing phase, and then how does this evolve once the shooting starts? Are you people still actively involved? With respect to Avinash Riman Narayana, uh, like we writers were there, you know, for, for the first few days or first few schedules. But eventually, you know, we moved out and you know moved on to a different project. But if there were you know certain uh, critical scenes that had to be you know closely monitored, then we would be present. Otherwise, uh, you know, Shivan Nara involved a lot of you know writing and rewriting. You know, even through you know shooting phase and even after you know after after shooting as well, uh, only to make uh, you know things better. So uh, with respect to Avinash Shivan Nara, we were involved throughout until you know re- until the release. as well we are closely involved in the editing cutting the trailer the background score so almost in every aspect we were involved interesting i think we should come back to some of these movies a little later once we uh, traverse the trajectory that you had um so let's let's move back in time a little bit you said you actually had this love for film right from your early age tell me more about that so when did you start you know you, when did this love for films and film making begin I don't know. I mean, as as long as I remember, I think I always wanted to be in uh, movies. Probably I, I started off with an aspiration of becoming an actor. I was a fa- I was fan of you know Shah Rukh and uh, I idolized him. Even now I idolize him, and I wanted to be an actor. But uh, probably I was in second standard or third standard. Uh, we were you know taken to this you know, children's film festival, and there I happened to watch a movie called Hello. It's from uh, Fantoshivan. Uh, he's a cinematographer. He had directed that. You know that movie. You know somehow. appeared completely different to me uh, and it, it was beautifully shot it was a beautiful idea it was a beautiful movie as well and that stuck with me and then i think from then on i wanted to make films but that idea somehow faded away uh, and i i stuck on to you know that acting part but eventually i took up writing and then again i wanted to be you know a director i think right from my primary school days it was there yeah so during school and college were you also writing plays and did you get into theater I wouldn't say theater, but you know, a lot of skits were there uh, in which I used to participate. I used to write and I used to act. But uh, writing, uh, primarily, I think I was influenced. I, I, I was, I was someone who read a lot of things as a kid. Uh, probably major of my, you know, readings, uh, like ninety percent of whatever I read in my life was before like tenth standard because because my sisters were, you know, into a lot of reading. So I read read a lot of magazines, novels across languages like Canada and English as well. and so there there was this uh, series of kannada magazines that used to publish i wouldn't say sleazy but you know how james bond novels are right it's a lot of uh, it filled with adventure and then in you know, a couple of other things as well i i was influenced a lot by you know those kind of stories or you know novels and i used to write a lot of i used to at try writing a lot of you know this, this spy based novels so i still have them yeah but that's how you know the whole writing habit kicked in right but then you actually then went into college you studied engineering right you did your uh, computers at uvc isn't it correct correct mm-hmm. so so how come how did you have a long term plan of getting into the movie industry but then said okay this could be something temporary or um, but what was the reason you moved into engineering because engineering seems like a you know very it's common of course but also something which is very intentional right because if you want something in film you could have gotten into arts and something like that but you chose engineering why was that see uh, first of all i am from madikeri so it's, it's a very small town so exposure to you know various other fields is is lot lesser you don't know how you know avenues would branch out at when i was in 12th i was pretty sure that i want wanted to be in movies i told my parents that i wanted to be in movies but i didn't know how to go about it and unfortunately i was also uh, doing very well in academics 
basically i'm from a middle class background as well so you would want to go for a you know lot safer uh, you know career path my my teachers and parents everyone wanted uh, me to you know take up that so when when i broke the news to my parents i told them i want to take up fashion design because i didn't know how to you know enter you know film industry so i i told them i want to take up fashion designing because fashion designing was still something a probably a safer career path I, that's what i perceived it so i told them i want to take fashion, fashion designing and then told that's why then i to, uh, told them uh, that i want to get into movies so probably from here i, I would get into movies but then uh, they told no you know, take up engineering i, I took up engineering uh, but then once i took up engineering i fell in love with you know whole programming stuff and all that. there is no uh, regrets with that i still do love programming <laughs> right you kept your love for movie and the movie ambitions alive too through engineering as well so what, what how were you active then at that time i used to write a lot in the first couple of years i think when i was in third year i met a friend called haravindan so uh, he helped me you know do a lot of short movies so he had all, all the the toolkit uh, the software and hardware both like camera tripod like dolly everything and then he had editing suite as well so he used to do a lot of experiments so i think he is someone who has had a you know major hand in keeping up my aspirations alive and even uh, like friends friends and cousins probably they they all they were supportive throughout and uh, so after engineering so you joined sap as a programmer right sap labs correct correct and this was in 2012 as i understand Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. So, and you were there for about four years. Tell me about that experience. How was it working in SAP, and uh, what kind of roles were you involved in? I think when I joined SAP as a fresher, so a new team was formed. So it was a big team, completely filled with freshers. We were like, I think, forty-six or fifty-six, uh, like freshers in that team. Uh, and SAP was moving from its traditional ABAP into you know like web app phase. So. that team was completely cut off from the you know, traditional sap culture on how, uh, the the way uh, things were approached or the, probably the technology that was being used uh, it was more like a co- uh, living a college life uh, once again uh, there was no much pressure and uh, i mean it was not a mechanical job that's what i would say so it it was very exciting because sap was still in that experimental phase when they you know transitioned into a web thing so a lot of experiments you know day, on, on day to day basis it was very uh, exciting How, how was the interest uh, also on the movie side in at SAP I mean did you have a kind of community or a network of enthusiasts there uh, because i have heard of others also from SAP labs into getting into the movie industry i'm not sure about their names but again they've also entered the canada canada film industry as i don't know actors and directors and so on were you in touch with them was it and were you working there at the same time as those people or uh, i think nirup bandari who acted in rangitarang i think Uh, i was there when he he was in sap but we never met in the, in the first year i was more into again writing uh, probably in second year or so there was some event and then i was asked to because people in and around they, they knew that i had interest in you know film making and all that and i used to do you know short films on weekends so uh, my manager uh, aruna she asked me to do a, a, a an informative video on, on certain thing i don't remember what and then i ended up you know shooting a short film for that after that i i think i shot a couple of more videos as sap but then most of my learnings or exercises were outside work i used to i used to still you know shoot on on weekends uh, and people around me you know were supportive so while at sap you were working on some personal projects creating short movies and so on but uh, in 2016 you took up a full time role in parumba studios tell me about that transition what made you take it up full time yeah again uh, as i told you i had i was involved with rakshit in this taxof malgudi project uh, 
had worked for a couple of months i think uh, at least uh, put 3 4 months into that and eventually he told me if he could you know uh, quit your job and then join me as a full time writer because he had plans of uh, starting a uh, writers group then i told okay give me a couple of minutes and then i took a couple of minutes and then told okay i will quit my job and then i went to my manager and told i'm quitting my job and then probably after a couple of hours i told my parents that i have quit my job so that, it was a very quick decision a couple of minutes yeah that's, that's amazing i didn't want to think much yeah right so what went on in the couple of minutes i i would say i would i try to weigh, weigh things against each other but then i realized that if i you know put more thoughts into it then uh, probably it, it, it's going to affect me emotionally and i told okay i will try this out if this doesn't work out then i can always come back so that that was my mind mindset and then i told okay i'll give a shot and then you told your parents as well after a couple of hours you said yeah 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 what was their reaction my mom asked me do you think this is this is going to you know uh, help you in the long run are you confident about it i told yes then they are like okay uh, well then good luck so it was a happy it was a happy meet you actually haven't had any formal education in films right did you consider joining a film institute to learn it formally uh there was a time when i uh, contemplated that that was in 12th standard but then uh, later i learned filmmaking is more about the formal uh, education shouldn't be attached with cinema because uh, it's a diverse art form yeah right right yeah so actually you haven't uh, had any formal training it's mainly on the job and a lot of subconscious learning from the movies that we watch right now so we've looked at the transition part seems to have been very like fast but yeah you you go in with certain expectations and uh, i'm sure there would have been certain surprises that you might have had how did those expectations match the reality of you know being working full time in this kind of a role frankly speaking when i you know uh, made the transition my expectations were very low with respect to everything with, with respect to you know financial stability or you know uh, the filmmaking opportunities uh, that would come my way so that that uh, those were kept very low and but i also you know set a target for myself I, I, i said to myself that i would do this you know writing for like one year and then uh, probably i will make my transition as a, as a director so that that one year financially i took i took a hit that was there but i was i was prepared for it but then after kirik party then you know, I, i couldn't you know make a transition as a director because i thought i've quit my job to become a writer and i've joined rakshit in his newly formed in writers team so he had a certain vision about writers team because uh, he wanted to inculcate you know uh, writing habits in you know you know kannada filmmaking aspirants so that was his goal so i told myself okay quit my job to support this idea then might as well uh, let me you know uh, put you know a couple of more years so that i could write more scripts and probably uh, you know inspire others also you know take up writing as a career but i, I don't know about uh, inspiring others but uh, i'm pretty much happy about whatever i've done until now now i want to spend some time on looking at the two occupations themselves your programming role and your role in the film industry now one big difference between the two is that uh, as a programmer whatever work you do and the output that you produce is seen by a small group of people probably your teammates and your customers and so on whereas in the film industry your work is a lot more public isn't it and because of that you are susceptible to a lot more criticism public criticism isn't it i recall reading a review of avinash shivan narayana 
which was actually very well received by the critics but this particular article in the indian express talked about how while the movie is good the writers could have done a much better job and so on now i'm curious to hear about how you deal with this kind of criticism especially in the initial stages when you made the transition from being a programmer which was you know in a much more narrow field into becoming a more public figure it 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 doesn't affect me much criticism doesn't affect me much because i i'm someone who has been writing from a childhood i uh, like people around me always used to get uh, feedbacks my sisters are my you know greatest critics i'm used to you know uh, all these feedbacks i take you know what is significant what will help me you know improve but uh, you know uh, said that i wouldn't say that i was not affected by you know uh, all all the ne- negative reviews or you know certain big pads that came our way but there were certain uh, you know criticism that were that looked you know uh, very you know blatant or uh, too personal so those are things that uh, affected me a little but otherwise criticisms where uh, i could you know derive some uh, learning out of it i, I don't think that uh, you know affected me negatively right so nothing that made you feel like you know you want to get back into the safe world of programming uh, no I, I, there were certain things that made me feel that way because we have spent you know so much time in 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 avinash shiman narayana probably you know two to three years uh, so our expectations were high we were also you know uh, releasing the movie in you know multiple languages so uh, i was ex- or at least we were expecting the movie to do or you know receive uh, to be received really well across languages but when that didn't happen that certainly affected me uh, in kannada it, it was still good I and mean, it was great the response was really great but i was expecting the movie to be you know loved by you know other language audiences as well so that was a little let down i would say a little disappointing and uh, after the movie release i took uh, one week break i went home i did a lot of you know introspection and uh, i thought then i d- decided to write one more script so so things like that coming to the teamwork aspect of screenplay writing when there's a team of writers involved in the making of a film how do you divide that work into such a group or within such a group because uh, a large film would have number of scenes number of characters so i'm curious to hear about how you divide that kind of work amongst yourself it would vary from movie to movie uh, for certain movies you could you know like a whole team could you know sit and uh, you know develop the script and certain scripts you need to write it as an individual with respect to our projects i think kirik party was something where a team of writers were involved and even avanish timur narayana was also somewhere uh, was a project where like around seven people were involved so there uh, we had to first develop the st- uh, story uh, the story structure the plot points as well and uh, so that took a lot of time so uh, we used to debate a lot every single day so we follow something called index cards where you know put uh, plot points and then you know move it around uh, you know derive a timeline out of it things like that and then when scripting happened uh, when we transitioned from you know story phase to the screenplay phase so each of us were you know asked to you know come up with scenes because uh, we had to, had to write a scene scene ideas were there but you know to construct a scene so that's a different ball game altogether because you have to get the pitch of the movie right uh, you have to get the mood of the characters right and all all this stuff so each were each of us were asked to you know uh, come up with scenes for a particular a uh, plot point and then uh, after that one of us i wouldn't say who's but one of us you know uh, uh, scene was selected and eventually we stuck to you know that scene treatment for the entire movie 
Uh, and Rakshit was closely involved. He's a, he's also one of the writer. Sachin was also one of the writers. So they 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 had a vision as how the pitch of the movie should be. And after that, we stuck to that uh, pitch. And then we I don't know uh, is it is it something that you are able to un- relate to or understand or I'm being too technical. No no no. This is this is exactly what I was trying to understand. Uh, but what about aspect of characters, right? Because the character also needs a certain kind of definition. and that needs to be consistent through the movie and if there are multiple writers writing different scenes of the same character wouldn't there be an unevenness and how is that countered in or addressed in this kind of a setup so uh, that's why a leader is very important we need to have a in a good leader who would say uh, so this is this is what works this is not this is what doesn't work so rakshit was someone who you know took up that role when we you know submitted our scenes so he used to take a call whether this is this is in line with whatever we are thinking you know in the larger picture or not when we as a team of writers we sit you know for a scene discussion sometimes the discussion would go on for for a week or so for one one scene so then uh, he was someone who would put a you know hard stop saying that okay guys i think uh, this is time we you know stop discussing over this scene this is what i think and let us stick to it so characters i think uh, uh, by the time we finished the story structure we knew how, how the characters would speak we knew the back story of those characters were the temperament of of the characters as well uh, so there was uh, no such problem while writing the scene we, we were almost in line with the, the definitions of of the character but again rakshit took a call as whether it's working or not so we had a very interesting uh, you know exercise first we wrote the entire script in english then we sat down to i wouldn't say translate it was more of rewriting things into kannada and there for every, every word that was put in every dialogue every word we discussed and debated for every single word because we knew this character what kind of words this specific character uses what kind of in you know, a dialect the choice of words the way he puts across things so every single word were discussed and debated before it went on to you know, paper Right, that's fascinating. So you people first wrote it in English and then rewrote that in uh, Kannada. Is that the normal process you follow, uh, or was it only for this particular movie? Uh, the problem was that uh, most of us write in English first. Even now, whatever scripts I'm writing, uh, I write it in English first. Uh, because what has happened is over the years since I've been writing in English, now whatever thought occurs, it it first forms in English. It's always better to you know uh, put the thought in the language in which which it you know appears so i write th- things form in english i put things in english and later i sit down to you know translate it into kannada yeah. how does it work for certain kind of expressions you know which probably makes sense only in kannada uh yeah again that's why i said it, it wasn't translation it was more of uh, rewriting right mm-hmm. very interesting yeah but what what you just said also um reminds me that um, in terms of collaboration right even when you're working on software uh, it's the communication that becomes extremely important when a group is working on a piece of software and uh, what i'm hearing from you is that even in case of a team of people working on writing a script as you said you people brainstorm you discuss a scene for a lot of time so a lot of communication is involved right a lot of the fight as well mm-hmm. we end up fighting as well interesting yeah yeah or a fight as yeah. well so so we talked about some of this teamwork aspect and so on some commonalities um, you've been in the software industry for about 4 years and now now the 4 years in the movie industry 
what are some of the learnings that you had when you're working with SAP that has helped you in these last four years in the film industry? Uh, consciously, I don't know, but I think subconsciously there, there are many things that has influenced me. I have taken think about it now. First thing I would say in SAP as a fresher when I joined, so we were put into uh, this new project. A lot of experiments were going going on, and then we used to have a lot of heated debates. And I was the sort of person who would fight until the end. I think, uh, but over a period of time, my temperament improved. My temper and temperament both improved. Uh, I think that has helped helped me a lot uh, here. Right. Are there some aspects of uh, your old life as a programmer in SAP? Do Do you miss some aspects? Yeah, I think the social life of SAP. I mean. Being around with a larger team, I think that is that is something I would miss here because there are people from diverse backgrounds and it was a large team. Here it is a relatively smaller team and people are from are from you know from similar uh, background as well. So uh, with respect to diversity and meeting you know diverse people, I think that is something I would I, I miss here. And as you said, I mean the software is something which you can always get back to. And I understand you still do work on programming from time to time, correct? Correct. Yeah. So what is that? What kind of work do you do on the programming side now? I don't do a you know, very diverse programming. I, I stick to JavaScript and uh, you know, HTML, the, you know, the, the front-end uh, web development. Currently, I'm trying to build a tool. I've already built an ideation tool for you know, script writing for the internal use of my team. Probably I will also try to you know, build a couple of more tools you know, that helps in you know, the entire script writing process. Now, coming back to films, it is an interesting time to be in this industry, isn't it? With all these OTT platforms coming in, Amazon, Prime, Netflix, and so on. Do you people also do some work for these platforms? We are we are trying to come up with something for these platforms. I can't you know divulge much details about it, but so each of us have been asked to you know come up with uh, scripts uh, for OTT platform to be shot as uh, OTT original movies. I don't say which platform. So if things go well and if the script turns out to be well, probably a couple of scripts will be chosen and they'll be asked to direct it. So do you approach it differently when you know it's for an OTT platform in comparison to something for the big screen? Yeah, definitely. Because uh, in Indian cinemas, we have this concept of interval. Theatres, they, they they rely on intervals you know, for this revenue generation. That, that's why uh, it's sort of mandated to have you know, an in, interval in, uh, in movies. But in OTT, there is no uh, problem as such. So when people you know break into interval, a certain context gets diluted. So again, in the second half, we need to bring people back to context. We need to, you know, uh, build the emotions again, things as such. So we need to uh, keep those things in mind when we write for, you know, big cinemas. But in OTT, there is no problem as such. So I would say, uh, I, I call OTT as laptop movies. So I approach laptop movies differently. Very interesting. And, and what is your preference? Do you like to write more for the big screen or for OTT? I like to write for big screens. I also do a lot of, you know, hobby writing as well. So... I treat that as laptop uh, movie writing, yeah. but I'm really satisfied to write for you know a big, big big screens. So now four years into this new line of work, if you think back to those couple of minutes which you took, you know, to make this transition, how would you see that? Do you say that you do you think that it was a good decision you made, and how do you see yourself going forward? Right now, when I think about it, sometimes I feel that. Probably even if I was in SAP, I could have still done whatever I'm doing because even in, when I was in SAP, every day evening I used to write at least for you know three to four hours. I wouldn't say that everything you know trans you know transition into something uh, incredible. And there was a lot of junk stuff as well, but still I was writing for at least three to four uh, hours every day. 
even now that's there's a number of productive hours that that goes into there's a number of productive hours uh, in my daily life so certain times i feel that way but again uh, uh, the quality of writing has uh, significantly improved and that's only because i'm with with, with my team here and uh, you know all the uh, experience from kirik party right uh, and you know avnish timanarayan right because there's also a feedback loop so you're not just writing but you're also whatever you're writing is getting produced into something and then you're learning from experience right which probably wouldn't have been the case and you also get to see how others approach you know things differently and you get learnings from that those as well right so in closing what have been some of your influences in terms of film so maybe you can share some movies which have influenced you yeah some directors who have influenced you some writers who have influenced you i would say like almost everyone uh, i wouldn't say i wouldn't take big names <laughs> but I, i would say almost everyone who have uh, like all the movies that i've watched either has have taught me how to do things or they have taught me how not to do things but uh, as i said halo was uh, as a movie which which kicked in you know, the uh, the aspirations of becoming a filmmaker Uh, so i would say uh, santosh shivan sharukh was someone who uh, you know kicked in aspiration of who, who made me fall in love with cinema see as a kid i was a doordarshan kid i uh, didn't have cable uh, then so i used to watch a lot of uh, movies that were being directed by you know al- alumnus of uh, fttti alumni of fttti so that quality of movies somehow had subconscious effect on me uh, but uh, i think after uh, it was in engineering that i i started watching you know like probably uh, international movies i wouldn't say world cinema but inter- international movies so stephen spielberg is someone who influenced me a lot in terms of uh, film making not writing as such but the way he you know narrated the story through through visuals and uh, robert uh, zemnick's uh, forest gum it has it has had a significant impact on me uh, on how a cinema should be the kind of emotional experience that a cinema should uh, should give coming back to indian cinemas i think rajkumar hirani movies also had a significant uh, uh, impact on me on how emotions of the movie should be uh, but coming back to techniques uh, i think again christopher nolan uh, martin scorsese uh, their techni- techniques have uh, have left an impression on me and a lot of korean movies as well Very nice. Uh, I think this was a fascinating conversation, Chandrajit. Thank you so much for your time and uh, all the best for the years ahead. Yeah. Thank you and uh, whatever you have uh, your your initiative is great. I mean I I personally liked it because it was not about uh, the success or the failure of the journey. It was more about, you know, uh, the day, the day-to-day you know, life stories of of you know the job transition or the, the career transition. I think that is something I really liked. I I hope that this turns out to be a you know really successful uh, initiative thank you thank you so much mm-hmm.